Studios. Welcome, everybody, to Brine Time with Jake and Jeremiah. I'm Jake. I'm Jeremiah. Just kidding. Not for reals. I'm Jeremiah. People always think we're the same person out the walk. Robert does, at least. Robert has- On the microphone, yeah. On the mic, he goes, hey, Jake. And you're like, nope, Jeremiah, this time. He goes, all right. All right. Hey. Or he'll say, hey, Jeremiah, what are you doing? And I'll start talking to him. Oh, but this is Jake. And I'm like, you know everyone can hear you, but- uh, It's fun out there. We have a good time. I uh, I don't want to apologize because I don't apologize for anything I say, but if you did hear some bad words into the microphone. Nah, you weren't the only one who said those bad words. Yeah. That was a tough one. Well, that leads us right, right into, into the pickle, pickle report. report yeah, I'm tell that story. Hey, you know, things are getting better. That's that's what I want to lead off in the pickle report. Yeah. As Pickles are up. I mean, they're 7 and 11. Yep. They're... Inching closer and closer to 500. They're coming together as a ball club. They're looking good. They won three out of four this weekend. They did. You know, and they didn't get completely wiped off the planet by the number one team in the league, Walla Walla. They had. They won the opening game by a run. Yeah. Nine to eight, I believe. They won two out of three. They lost two out of three to Walla Walla. Yeah, yeah. And then won two out of three against Victoria. Right. And then won the exhibition game. Against the Hazel Hammers. In a comeback fashion. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, they're still... They're 7-11. Some of you may know, uh, to make the playoffs, you can if you win the first half, you're automatically in. And if you win the second half, you're in. So, you know, they're in a... You know, Walla Walla's good. They have some good competition above them. But you don't know how... I mean, I just feel like in this league, you just get on a streak... Probably either way, but you know, you get on one winning streak and you're back in it. So, yeah, this weekend helped a lot. This weekend helped. It would have been nice to sweep, and they were, they were in a great position. That was probably the roughest game, you know, because they were up. Uh, the Jeremiah and I both worked the Sunday game, and they were up. They they had a couple bad innings where they were up by two. They had the bases loaded. They had laid down back-to-back perfect bunts, like almost in the exact same spot, just just like stopped between the pitcher and the catcher on the third base side, just like absolute nasty bunts. So it's Bases loaded. Bases loaded, no, no outs. outs. And then they couldn't score a single run, so then they're up by two. And then... So it was what? It was four to five, or no? No, it was five to three. Five to three, yeah. And then uh, they end up... Giving up three runs in the ninth to lose, they I guess they had tied it at one point, but they end up losing seven to five, and even that one they could have got out of because they had a double play ball that should have got them, I believe, out of the inning. Mm-hmm. And second baseman, unfortunately, kind of it kind of 
ate him up a little bit, and so he missed it. The, he couldn't hit it to the uh, shortstop, but he missed the tag at second. And, and then, then when he missed that, he tried to late. throw to first, and it was late. So that was kind of a bummer. And then I think the next batter, he hit it like right in the gap, and he scored at least yeah, one. Yeah, went mid- all the way to the wall. He yeah. had a double. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was two. And that was two, and I am on the mic. You know, my mic is hot at the walk, but it's down by my feet, and I just go, God damn it, and it caught it, and my bosses were like, I was like, oh, yo, my bad, and they're like, no, that shows passion. Ross was like, no, that's awesome. That shows passion. I was like, thanks, dude. Like I said, you're not the only one who was saying that or thinking it. I think a lot of people thought it came from their heads, Yeah, and they were like, oh, I guess, whatever, you know. So if you had some little ones, and they hadn't heard those words before, I apologize. I don't apologize. It's it's the it's the passion. I just said I had passion for the team. That was a that was a tough one. It was let's a tough not, one. Let's not dwell on that. There was two great games before that. Yep. But they you're right. They are, they are gelling. They're moving in the right direction. The offense is picking up, which yeah. they really like. They just for a while just like were not getting hits. I mean, they were getting like mm-hmm. two hit and three hit games, and then all now they're putting up runs, and you know. First of all, that's obviously going to help you win. But second of all, it just keeps the fans in it. You yeah. know, it's hard to sit through a game when you're down seven runs and you've gotten two hits. But comeback opportunities are less and less because the fans are like, all right, man, I've been up here for three hours and I want to go home. So it's cool. The Sunday game had like over 2,000 people. Yeah, 2275. Like yeah. So that was fun. Plus or minus DB Cooper. And exactly. He, I don't know if he was in the stadium when they did the official count or not, or he jumped out of a plane, but. He dirty. Yeah. He yeah. Dirty. But it was really fun because even in the ninth when they were trying, uh, Darius, our catcher, incoming freshman at UCLA, UCLA yeah. had, he was the tying run at the plate and we had a guy at third and he cracked one that looked like it was deep enough, but it just sailed foul and then he ended up striking out to end the game. But. We got back to back away stands, so we won't be back to the walk until July fourth. Yeah, they're headed to Kalauna. Yep, and Bellingham. Bellingham. Yeah, yeah. So It'll be a long little bus ride. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully our boys. Which know. I was, I was looking over this. Our, our, our buddy Kyle Garcia from the Portland Tribune wrote an article today, and uh, was looking over that. I was talking about how things are starting to show some signs of life, and how they're coming together, and. He talked to Barkus about the long bus ride, and they see it as a opportunity, you know, a bonding experience, yeah, right? Say, you know? Those are those intangibles that the coaching Some, staff looks for. Yeah, you know, why get wouldn't the team you? Ke- chemistry? Get the guys laughing, having a good time, stay loose. Stay they should have brought us. That would I think that would have helped them. Stay like, loose. Who are these guys in their thirties? Get out of here! What are you doing? Why yeah. do you always stand next to us during the national anthem? Just go. Yeah, you're sit not in the stands. a player. Get, put your hat back on. Why are you giving us high fives when we walk out? We don't like you. Yeah. It's the mascot, and then I'm on the field. Get out of here. You're a human mascot. No one likes. Want, yeah, no one likes. We just start, like, pouring out our insecurities. No one likes us, I guess. Quit trying to fist bump me, yeah. man. I'm a pitcher. My hands are delicate. Right. I'm scared that, yeah, that yeah, I'm going to, Yeah, one day gonna, you just like, pop a jam, knuckle. Yeah, jam some like, kid's finger. Mag just like, chokes you out in the field. <laughs> Zach just pounds you into the ground, just like a little nail. Just like <laughs> Homer and Bart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully they don't all hate our guts, but we have a good time out there, and, yeah. and I think that the the road trip to Kelowna and Bellingham, 
That is a long ride. That's a long bus ride. Oh yeah, that's no joke. But I think it'll I think it'll be good and I think if they get some W's along the way and then come back and people will be juiced for I mean it's already almost 4th of July, future baseball night, all that stuff's coming in hot pretty soon. But also, you know, just some some time away for everybody here, so I think people will be pretty jazzed to get out there. I mean, what is that? 8 9 days of no baseball at the walk. Yeah. So the fans will be into it when they come back. July 4th is just a huge it's probably the biggest game of the year for the Pickles at home. It's going to uh, be they awesome. have the fireworks. It's a doubleheader. Um our the, first home series against Corvallis too, right? I think so, yeah. And they'll have the fireworks at night. It might I, be our first series against Corvallis. No, I don't uh maybe. Um anyway. Yeah. It is our first series against Corvallis. Yeah, I haven't faced yeah. them yet. Um, my parents will be there. That's exciting. I'm going to try to get my brother to be able to throw out the fir- one of the first pitches. Oh. I'm going to maybe see if him and his girl will go against each other for Dizzy Bat. Wow. We'll see. But he might not want to do Dizzy Bat. Get him an AB, man. I mean, if you're going to go that far. I'm going to see if he can start Yeah. on the mound. See if he's got any eligibility left. Yeah, he does. Maybe you can uh, call some signs. Yeah. Who's going to coach? I'm going to cycle him through one through nine, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to be down there. Be like, Barkus, let me take that. I got it. Don't worry about it. Come on. Come on. He's good. He's great. He's a great Look ball player. Look at him. He's huge. He's 6'4. Anyways, so yeah, excited to see our boys close it up. Close it up. Get get those things tighter, and uh, we look forward to seeing how they do on the road these next six games. And shout out to Kyle Garcia, who's always nice to us at the ballpark. He is. He's a friendly chap. He's got his. He's he's like a Peter Parker out there. He's got, he's got those just <laughs> snapping. The, he's friendly. He's snapping picks. And, and basically, the pickle report is just us reading the things that he works very hard to put together, and yeah. then taking credit or hacks for it. So is what we're saying. Or hacks. You, we don't write our own material. If you want to just uh, find out what's actually happening, go to the Portland Tribune and listen and read what uh, he says. Carl Gar- Kyle Garcia. Kyle, yeah, Carl Fernandez. Yeah. Kyle Garcia. Hats off to you, buddy. Friend of the program. As and of uh, now. Yeah. Go Pickles. Go Pickles. Time now for our Pickle of the Week. Every podcast, we decide, hey, who's been who's been out there playing great? And we're going to give a little tip of the cap to John Arndorfer, everyone. Arndorfer. He's a 6'3 junior who plays for Notre Dame, and he is from Lake Oswego, Oregon. So he's, uh, he's from here, but he plays out in the old gold helmets. And uh, gold domers, gold domers, as they call them, uh, touchdown Jesus. Um, but uh, John is our centered center, center fielder. Which one? Center fielder. He's a center fielder. Wow, he's a center fielder. He's so good. Um, and this dude has a cannon. He's got a really good arm. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, he's made some amazing plays from center, cutting uh, people down at home. Yeah. Very that fun. Surprised everybody. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's always fun to see him when he gets a chance to make a, a long throw from center. And he's uh, good at the plate in terms he's of. He's doing all right at the dish. Yeah, he's getting walks. He's getting on base. Per, his, his on base percentage 14 walks in 35 ABs. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's doing it, baby. You know, 
batting 229. Yeah. Which is not that bad for how we're doing. Yeah, I mean everybody's struggled right now. So I think, you know. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things when one people when one guy gets up, they'll all start to get up. So I'm not super worried. And uh yeah. Seems like a nice kid. He's, he's big. He's, he's a big dude. Six what is he, three. Six three? Yeah. Almost two. Yeah. He probably weighs two bills. Yeah. He's two spins, but he's like, ah, I put one ninety seven. Yeah, I put one ninety seven, huh? I'm trying to watch my figure here. And uh yeah. So John. Tip of the cat, baby. Yeah, pickle of the week. And uh, we made a, it. We have a special guest introducing our pickled item of the week. We're gonna give it over to uh, producer. head producer here over at Cranival Studios, producer Randall, extraordinaire Randall Lawrence. How's it the going, man buddy? behind the scenes? Doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? We're great. We're doing, doing good. good. I'm yeah. stoked for these picks, baby. What yeah, man, got? they're good. You got uh, a fork this time and everything. Wow. Got your forks out. I got you. I got you both some forks. So yeah. we got uh, oh, Rick's picks. Rick's picks. Rick's picks. Rick's picks. So the first one we got, which is conveniently behind your laptop, Jeremiah, I'll hand it to you first. You okay. guys can kind of trade off here. So that is a sriracha pickle. Ooh. Uh-oh. They're pickle chips. They're not that spicy. I don't They're know. okay. This is the people's pickle for okay. you, Jake. Okay. Uh, more of like a slightly more garlicky classic take on it. All right. Okay. Uh, so when you say pickle chips, these are pickles but they're sliced into like what you yeah, get on a hamburger. Exactly. It's a pickle Precisely. Chip. It's 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 what a lot of people would consider like if you're cutting zucchini or squash into a quote-unquote medallion. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like the garlic smell on this one. Yeah. All right, so this is the people's pick, you That's said? That's the people's pick. Right. We're doing two different. We've never yeah. done two, two different, different pickles different at the same switch. time. So will you get, yeah. All right. Well, cheers. Randall, we should have done the you. same yeah, one. For sure. That's okay. Like that garlic? Mine's really spicy. Is Yours it? is really spicy. Yeah, like I'm gonna fall down the stairs. Wow, not what I expected. All right, let me try this. I'm I thought those it. were pretty tame. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I also eat more spicy food right. pretty, pretty, pretty often. I can't eat medium salsa, Randall. Hotties. Okay. Oh, ketchup. Hotties. Ketchup. Yeah. Is sriracha. Too spicy sriracha pickle chips. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's got some kick to it. Well, yeah, mm. it's spicier than I would have picked. But it was okay. I mean, actually, it goes down pretty quick. It's got a good flavor, I guess. So the sriracha one, I like the flavor on more, but it's a little bit of a softer pickle, you know? And I really, crunch is a big thing for me. Crunch is a big thing for me, too, which is why that one has more than this one does. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I took a liking to these ones a little bit more. But I like that flavor Flavor's on the sriracha good. Interesting. one Interesting. You could add it to, like, a burger, and it would give you that spice. Little little kick to it. They yeah. want you to put it in a Bloody Mary, I think. Put it in a Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah, definitely, I like the garlic's crunch. And the garlic is interesting, too. Yeah. It's uh, not too heavy. It's not. It's not overpowering. Who's this Rick fella, anyways? I honestly don't know. Uh, He's a dude who, apparently, his pickles deserve to be on manager special at QFC. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Hand packed. Need some expired pickles. Pickles don't don't really expire. expire. No, not really. How could it be? I don't really understand. Just vinegar. Or the garlics? Absolutely. You can have as many as you want. Wow. I like the garlic ones pretty good. Yeah. I'd say garlic, but I do like this, this, you know. Sriracha one is, I don't know. It's like, it's got a little bit of an after kick. It's like to me, it's something being spicy just for the sake of being spicy. Where it's like, if it had the crunch, it would be 
it would be up there for me. Yeah. If it had more of a crunch, that one would be like one of my favorite pickles. I love the flavor on it, but the, the texture is just not quite where I want it to be. Yeah. Well, I'd say pretty solid, both of them. Yeah. I'd say in the double A range, probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. garlic one. I like high, the I like the, the guy I like one like a high double A. Maybe an all star. He made yeah. the all star team. He's yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah. He's a fan. Like they're like, oh, we got to get this guy because he's going to draw the fans. That's right. Um, Maybe if you mix them together, that would be interesting. Can you make one pickle out of those two pickles? I will work on making a hybrid pickle. Make me a pickle sandwich. Well, that was delicious. Thank you, Randall, for providing both of Yeah, thank you, Randall, and your commentary. And, uh, well, Rick's picks, tip of the hat. John, tip of the hat. Um, Cheer John on as he guns people down at home plate for the rest of the season out at Walker Stadium. And, uh, you know. Hit me a home run, John. Hit me a home run. Maybe we'll have John on the pod soon. Yeah. Yeah, get an interview after the game. So, beautiful. Well, go Pickles, baby. Go Pickles. Let's go pickles. Let's go pickles. Well, it's that time now, folks, for Inside the Jar, where we interview an important pickle in Pickle Nation. This week, we got to chat after a game with the one and only Gabe Scoro. Uh, very, very nice young gentleman. The nicest. Really just class act. And, uh, you know, he's got a little nickname that he, I don't know. Lil well, Rug. The Gabriel. He's got a few nicknames, yep. He's got a couple going on right now. And we talked to him about them. It's on the interview. Give it a listen. We don't actually know anything about baseball or, <laughs> or the pickles. All right, everybody. We are here with the one and only Gabe Scoro. Yeah. Joining us for the Inside the Jar segment. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Uh, we're here after a pretty tough loss. That was a bummer, uh, but overall, you guys won the series against the Harbor Cats. Harbor Cats are good too; they're in second place. Yeah, can't complain about that. So uh, let's get a little quick history, quick bio. Where where'd you grow up? Where do you play college ball? And then how how long have you played with the Pickles? I grew up in Portland, actually. So I'm hometown boy, and I went to high school in Lincoln High School in downtown Portland. Also go to school in Portland, in Portland at the University of Portland. Okay. So, what grade are you there? I'm gonna be a junior. Okay. Spent two years there. Beautiful. This is your second year? Uh, yep. Second season with the Pickles. Cool. Second season with the Pickles too. Yep. Awesome. And like, uh, for you playing for the Pickles, like, did you? Were there other summer teams you could have played with, but you're like, I'd rather stay home, or was this kind of just like, eh, why not? Or? Well, uh, last summer, uh, I didn't really have any kind of choice or anything and my coach at uh, University of Portland just told me I'm going to the Portland Pickles and I was pretty fired up for it but uh, this year they asked me where I wanted to go and I said I'd love to come back here and that's what ended up working out so I I had so much fun last summer cool awesome just looking forward to this summer and then I know your parents are big uh, supporters Mm mm-hmm Carpet Carl. We don't want to talk about Carpet Carl too much. You don't go by Carpet Carl Jr.? No. You used to get called Little Rug. Little Rug. That's Younger. That's good. You got to like. You gotta give credit for yeah. those. Little Rug. What do you think of, by the way, what do you think of Gabriel the Angel right now? I don't know. I'm I'm indifferent. Okay. Yeah. okay. My parents love it. Other people aren't too big of a fan, but I'm indifferent. I don't really mind it. Okay. The Gabriel, the Angel Gabriel was not a good angel, was he? I think... I think he I killed know. a lot of people. I think he had like <laughs> well, some whatever. bad news. Yeah. I think he brought some. He delivered some bad news. I want to yeah. say. We'll do more research. We'll get the uh, research department working on 
just exactly <laughs> who right. you're being called out on this. Okay, so Lil Rug is uh, pretty good. I, but your parents are big supporters, and then do you guys host another guy or like so some like who's it Zane Mills? His his family has a um, and then Manzo mm-hmm. stays with them or vice versa or whatever. So you guys do you have anybody else staying with you guys we or don't, just you? No, just me. Okay, yeah. they're charging you rent. Uh, no, I, they love me a lot and let me live there for free. They're happy to keep me home for the summers. Yeah, and Bernice. Yep, Bernice makes yeah. cookies. Yeah, yeah. This for is the really, team. You're a family affair here. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, she's definitely a team favorite. Yeah. So she's you, our favorite. We're not even yeah. on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one of the cookies. It was she's the nicest today. lady. Yeah. yeah. So you were saying earlier, your coach kind of said last year you had to come to the pickles. Is it kind of like just for because I don't really know this, but in general, are your coaches across any college kind of the ones dictating? Like, I think you should play in this league, or is that how it works for most of your teammates? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, it's uh, pretty much where they think would be the best fit for me, and also who they have good contacts with. Interesting. So, like, if they know somebody in a certain league, like University of Portland's been sending a ton of guys to the West Coast League. They do it year after year, and we're on a bunch of different teams this year. Yeah. Uh, different UP guys so just kind of like who they know and where they would be the best fit where what teams have the least number of outfielders for example where I could go and sure and get consistent time absolutely yeah, so yeah. I can work on stuff and get better and go back into the fall and who produce. else is here besides McVay just McVay this year last year there was four of us okay, okay. And uh, does your coach, and when you come to a team, like and, you know any coach general, do they say like, all right, man, like it's summer ball, so we're looking for you to work? Do you get kind of like an off-season checklist where they're like, Squirrel, like when you come back your junior year, we're looking for you to have improved on X, Y, and Z? Definitely, yeah. It's something that we'll talk about with our uh, coaches in our exit meeting, kind of like right at the end of the year. Some of the stuff that they want us to work on and what we think we should work on in the summer so we can come back and be better in the fall. So what yeah, are some definitely. of those things for you this year? Uh, some of the things like arm strength. Okay. Playing a lot of long toss. Yeah. And definitely working on driving the ball to all fields. Okay. With with power. So some of those things. And just working on refining my swing is always some kind of stuff that I'm always working on. Coach yeah. Max does a great job of helping out with that. Beautiful. Is it weird for you guys to switch to wood? Uh, it's definitely a different feel. And it takes a little bit of time to get used to. Like I imagine your swing probably because the weight of the bat is different. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar, yeah. I'd say. But uh, it's definitely a different feel. Yeah. The barrel's smaller. hurts a lot more when you don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I can see that. that. Yeah. And uh, what is the... Uh, I mean, you guys are playing with guys who are drafted. Is that like... I mean, I, just, I assume you're looking... You know, that's something that you'd love to do. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. Is there... Is that like something that a lot of pilots get like I don't really know too much about the pilots team and you know you got, who, who do you guys play what we're in the West Coast Conference West Coast okay yeah. so there's some other schools like Gonzaga or BYU yeah. St. Or Mary's St. Mary's yeah. some LMU we got some kids on the team that are also in the conference. oh right yeah you have a couple guys from Loyola mm-hmm. that's great anything else anything else want from Gabe that's all who's a who are you? Who do you have like the most relationship with on the team? Like, do you have? Do you know, are you friends with a lot of guys who were on last year? Just because you guys have kind of stayed over. Definitely, yeah. I still talk to a lot of those guys from last year's team. And yeah. Kind of follow up and and uh, talk to them quite often and try to follow, see how they do during the spring. And some of my buddies too got drafted. They're on the team, which is awesome to see. And yeah. I'm gonna be following them as they play uh, pro ball. Totally. Yeah. So for position players, 
from last year, it's you. Yeah, I think that's, that's it. Yeah. And everybody that's else. It. And then yeah. a couple Five like Newstrom, McVeigh, those guys. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Because we were kind of trying to come up with position players, and it's kind of you. You're pops now, right? Like, yeah. So has that been a transition for you? Like, are, are people looking to you for, like, leadership? Because mm-hmm. you are, you know, you're going into your junior year. Some of these kids are, like, high schoolers, really, right. you know? Like, is that something you've tried to take on or something that matters? Or you're just trying to play every game? Yeah. I'm definitely – that's definitely been something I'm trying to take on and try to be the best leader that I can be. And Because I'm a returning guy, a lot of the guys, especially the incoming freshmen – don't really uh, know too much about summer ball because they've never played it before. So whenever they have questions, like I try to be an open book and try to help them with anything that they need help with. Cool. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So last question, uh, you know, you guys are maybe struggling a little bit from this year that you were last year. What are you guys looking to do to kind of turn, get some of these more W winning streaks? Uh at the beginning, we weren't playing good ball and really any of the facets, hitting, pitching, or defense. Yeah. We were kind of struggling all three, but as of late, we've started to pitch a lot better. Pitching's been good. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely, definitely dropped some of those those runs down for sure. Absolutely. And then our defense, even though we had a couple errors tonight, we uh, have been playing a lot better. Last last night, I think we only had one, if I remember right. Yeah. But uh, our defense has definitely been getting better. And then now that our hitting's starting to pick up and we're starting to score a few more runs, I think yeah. uh, it's a yeah. recipe for success. So totally. if we can just keep working on mainly hitting now, I think is the one uh, facet that's a little behind the others. Yeah. The way the season's formatted too, there's still plenty of time. You know, to, you know, even first half, but first half, second half, mm-hmm. make it to the playoffs, man. Anything can happen. Yeah, Anything absolutely. can happen. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks, Gabe Scorer, for joining yeah. us. We you're really a good guy, it. man. We were, seriously, you're a good guy. Yeah. Tell, Thank you. Tell your mom we like your cookies. <laughs> Say hi to Carpet Carl for us <laughs> and all of it, man. Awesome. Right. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks. All right. We're going to try something new today. We've got a new segment. We're calling it Mitflix. 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 Talking about baseball movies. Mitflix. Yeah. Mitflix. Yeah. And I think what we're, I think what we want it to be is we're, one of us is going to talk about a movie that we've seen and that maybe the other one hasn't or that, the other one has no recollection of. Yeah. And so today, Jake is going to talk about one of his favorite baseball movies. Yes. Of all time. Yeah. That I really have zero... I'm not sure I've ever seen this movie. All right. Well, this was... uh, This movie, for those of you who know it, classic baseball kid flick, I'd say. Angels in the Outfield. Starring Danny Glover, Christopher Lloyd, and a very, very young Joseph... Gordon Levitt, Joe Golo. I'm almost sure he was. I, mean, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was one of his first roles. I could be mistaken because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But it it really was one of those movies that stuck with me. You're mistaken that he was in it, or you're mistaken that it was. A no, he's either he's either the kid or he's not. I thought it was him, but he, it might not be him. Oh, it's him. It's him. Roger there we go. Bowman. Yes. Bowman? Yeah. Don't bury the lead on this either. Bury the lead on who's really the star of this movie. Oh, it's I don't Tony Danza. Yeah, Tony Danza. It's funny that because it, it's Jake, like who's the boss? It's not who you don't even think of him as Tony Danza. Who do you think him of, dude? As, he's just like okay, he's Mel Clark. Yeah, Mel Clark, bro. Like he's <laughs> he's got gray hair. It's it's like short to his head, so he's not like he's like kind of like. 
He's kind of a like a tough guy in it. He's not the boss though. No. All right, so here's the Angels in the outfield, Jeremiah. Give me give me the synopsis. Give me the short so and sweet, but not that short. This kid, uh Joe Golo. Yeah. His Let's dad in like the first scene of the movie basically is like kind of like a leather jacket guy, rides a motorcycle, and he's like, Hey dude, like I'm out of here. Just like he's like, I'm out of here. And he leaves him at this kind of like not like a boarding house, but like this woman is like watching. She's like, I'm leaving you with whoever it is. I think it might be his grandma or it might be like a aunt or something like that. And he's like, I'm out of here. And he tells his kid like, I'll be, he's like, I'll be back when the angels win the pennant. Now the angels are terrible. And so the guy is telling kind of his kid like, you're never going to see me again. Right? So but he takes it literally. He's like, if I get the Angels to win the pennant, my dad will come back. It's kind of, it's a dark movie when you think about it as an adult, but when you're a kid, you're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. You think Seems about plausible, yeah. Well, what a father saying, I'm gonna see my son again when my favorite baseball team, who stinks, wins the pennant. Sure, you stink. So that kind of sets up the movie. The kids bombed his dad. You know, he's his hero. He leaves on this motorcycle, and he's a huge Angels fan. But the Angels are terrible. The Angels are managed by Danny Glover. He's got a he's got a crap team. Tony Danza plays up plays this like washed up pitcher who's still on the roster, but they just kind of argue with each other. Him and Danny are just like your arms crap, and he's you know give me my innings. They're just like bickering. So it comes in that Joseph basically is assisted by these Angels, you know. The Los Angeles, you know, they're the angels and the angels. It's a pun. It's a play on the words because they're angels in the outfield in human form, but also in God form. Like so, Ga- like Gabe Gabriel the Angel Scoro. Exactly. He's huh. yeah. So Christopher Lloyd heads up this team of angels that helps the re- the angels team win <laughs> games. I just want to. I just want people to know that in IMDb, Christopher Lloyd's character. In yeah the movie was you know what it's I forgot his name it says on here Al the Boss Angel Al the Boss Angel yeah dude is he he's like you have to call me that he goes I'm Al the Boss don't be calling me Al don't be calling me Angel Al so this this movie Al the Boss I was Angel. telling you guys off off mic is that it was I my dad took me to see it in theaters I think he took me my brother and maybe my friend Jeff. <laughs> So that was a. It was in the theater movie. You're laughing because Christopher Lloyd probably came up to Tony Danza and was like, "Who's the boss now?" <laughs> yeah, probably. You, I don't know if you saw this, but in the script, Al, the boss, Angel. Yes, Angeler. So the angels start doing all these cool things, and you know, back in those days, CGI was new. You know, I was probably like, "What year did this movie come out? What year did Angels in the Outfield come out?" Oh, it's almost like I had it right here. Yeah, I was seven years old. I was seven years old. Yeah. So, okay, this is like... I was much older than all of that. Yeah. So CGI and these these effects were just kind of coming into play. So, like, we were talking, like, there was one scene where uh, Joseph, like, is drinking a Coke, and Christopher Lloyd's face is in the bottom of the Coke, and he, like, freaks out. And uh, they, at one point, Christopher Lloyd, I remember, bends the foul pole, so a home run doesn't go foul it it stays in play but basically what happens is like the reason this all happens because joseph gordon levitt calls in is like you guys should have done this 
And then they're like, all right, kid, come on in. You can, like, if you're so great. They really challenge this eight-year-old to manage. They, You know, they're doing so bad, they're getting in fights with eight-year-olds. And he, these angels are like, yo, we're going to help you out. And so he starts, he's like, you should put so-and-so in. Because the angels are like, yo, tell him to put so-and-so in. And so he's like, he's like, what? He stinks. He's like, just do it. You know, because Joseph Gordon-Levitt can see the angel, like, massaging them and getting them in the right mood. Danny Glover's looking at him and was like, what are you doing? This guy stinks. He's... He's hitting 114, and he's like, just trust me. Puts him in. He gets on base. You know, and so all of a sudden, this kid becomes like this good luck charm. He's like, I don't know what you're doing, kid, but whatever it is, keep it up. I think that's almost word for word, that line that line in that movie. That was your best Danny Glover? <laughs> this is the wrong podcast to be doing Danny Glover impressions, okay? <laughs> I do another podcast called Did We Solve It? Not family friendly. I want to put it. that out right, right now. If you follow me here on Brine Time, I have a whole other side. You can listen to it, but that's where I'd make a better Danny Glover impression. <laughs> it's mature content. Anyways, so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, they end up, do you want me to spoil it? I don't know. How much do you want me to? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not going to watch His this dad movie. doesn't come back. What? No. After he took the challenge literally? I feel like this is, through the whole movie, it sounds like Joseph Gordon-Levitt takes a lot of things literally that adults say as, like, a jab. He's like, yeah, I'll be back when the Angels win. Okay, well, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you think you're so smart? Why don't you manage the team? Well, shows up the next day in his little he's uniform. Like, yeah. I'm the manager now. I'm you manager. said it. Yeah. They should have done an Angels in the Outfield slash Rookie of the Year crossover. Oh, man. We're going to get to Rookie of the Year. Though. Yeah. That's another. Remember that sound effect they had for his arm. Anyways, oh, yeah. that's a different thing. Did but, you say funky butt loving? That yeah, was the best. That's yeah, yeah. the best line. I love that. So angels in the outfield, great. I remember the other thing is like they the angels pick up an outfielder. He's like he's not gonna get it. You know this ball's hit deep. He's not gonna get it. They pick him up and fly him through the air. Do you remember what? that? They fly through and he makes a catch and he's like looking around. I was like, how did I do that? And it's like, it was angels, bro. It was angels. And also, Mel Clark, aka Tony Danza. I forget how dark Does he this have lung was. cancer. He's yes. He's diagnosed. He's like, he's like Al's like sitting next diagnosed. to Diagnosed. Well, Al is sitting next to Joe Joseph on the bench. He's Al the boss angels talking. He's like, he's looking at him, he's like, man, he's really turning around. He's like, Yep, we'll be seeing him soon. He goes, no. no, no. He's like straight up goes. Yeah, we'll be we seeing him soon. He goes. He's like he's been a smoker all his life, Ooh. and he's sitting there smoke. This is like old school baseball where this pitcher for some reason hey. is smoking cigarettes in the dugout. In the dugout it used to happen. He's just got this giant ice pack on him, mm-hmm. but he's kind of reviving his career under the so Angels. Taking tutelage. greenies, taking some amphetamines. He's big on HGH in the Angels outfield. <laughs> so he's like, these are the real him. angels. He's <laughs> like sticking a needle in his <laughs> ass. Right in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's like, he's going to be with us soon. And then he's like, not Mel. And he's like, sorry, kid. He's been a smoker all. It's like, yeah, God, that's a dark movie. Hey, it's got a good message. Don't smoke. Believe in angels. Everything will work out for you, man. Family structures are important. It's all you need Mid-flix, to know. Mid-flix, Mid-flix. Talking about baseball movies. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm... You should, we should watch that sometime together. You and me? Yeah, I'd love it. I'm into it. I'm I haven't seen it. that movie since probably 1994. Well, and I do want to, um, since we are on the topic of angels, 
And during the interview with Gabe Scoro, we kind yes. of uh, we asked him about his nickname. Yeah, we talked about the how he's uh, Gabriel the Angel Scoro. Right, and he was and, like, and we're like, hey, what did Angel Gabriel do? And he was like, I don't know. And we're like, we don't know either. But he probably killed people because that's mostly what the Bible is. Yeah. But actually, the angel Gabriel, I I think he was kind of legit. He is the one who told Mary that she was going to have a baby named Jesus. Oh, so he, so was, he like was like a, a messenger. messenger. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, honestly, we need to find the angel of death, whatever that dude's name is, and name Gabe Squirrel that. Because that, if you were like, Gabe, the angel of death Squirrel, that's right. like, put on, put on Judas Priest or like Ozzy to walk up to. Well, yeah, just in general, the, like... Running out on the field to, he's an angel. No, it's like it's not like this guy will slaughter your whole family at the plate, folks. He's we Gabe, have, the angel of death, Scoro. What if we have? What if we start calling or- Arndorfer John the Demon Arndorfer? We should give them all like the demon. sick. John the Demon Arndorfer. Yeah, Robert just does a sick ass like metal voice. John the Demon Arndorfer. Get up, people! I said uh, they were playing crazy. Tra- are they playing? Yeah, crazy train. And I yeah. was like, "Get up, you Aussies! You got a time to bite the head off a bat." Mm-hmm. That did not help us win. Nope. But maybe you should have actually done that. Yeah. Well, that that was Mitflix. Mitflix uh, talking gonna... about baseball movies. <laughs> I'm just gonna like interrupt you guys whenever I <laughs> want to. Oh no! It's gonna be like one yeah. of those things. Here we go. He said Mitflix. <laughs> yeah. We've all got to you know, stand in the corner. You said the secret word. <laughs> it's the word of the day, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, don't uh, get me started, man. Yeah. Because when you guys were not even born, I was watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. I was man. watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. Not in 1994. Pretty sure he was already. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for another podcast. That's for sure. Pee Wee's well, Big Adventures. Anyway, Mitflix is fun. Yeah, and if you got movies that you want, I'll watch a baseball movie if you guys want to review it. Like if you're just like, hey, you should watch this that I've, you know, maybe there's some stuff we haven't heard of. So let us know. I know. I wonder if there's got to be some baseball movies or that you and I have never seen. Both of us have never. Have you seen Mr. 3000? Bernie Mac? I haven't seen that. I have. Okay. It's been a while. Airbud the baseball one. I don't know if I've seen Airbud the baseball one. Hey, can't go wrong with that. Maybe maybe that'll be next. At week. some point, it's like really a dog is gonna hit a ball with a bat in his mouth. Like, it's like I know kids are dumb, but it's like wow, really? You think the the dog is gonna get, he's gonna hit a sixty eight mile an hour fastball in little league? He's gonna break the dog's jaw. It's as believable as my dad's gonna come back. Yeah, when the Angels. Yeah. They're like the, the same writer wrote Angels in the Outfield and Airbud like Strike One or it was probably called like something like that. There Bud was one strikes again. Bud strikes again. <laughs> Actually, it's uh it's Angels in the Outfield. The Airbud one is just Angels in the Outfield with dogs. So the Airbud is just Mel Clark and it's like Dogs in the Outfield. Dogs in the Outfield. They had a soccer one too where the Airbud had like a bunch of kids. <laughs> just like seventh inning fetch. Seventh inning fetch. Beat me to it. Yeah, I was. I was pulling. Wow. When Johnny doesn't have enough friends to field a local little league team, he turns to his backyard and finds his dog. It's a drama. Because there's no, because that kid always is like sad. Raccoon involved. Why didn't they? Why didn't they? Dude, the Airbud basketball one is sad. 
Okay, I get that Air Bud was basketball, but why wouldn't they change him to Base Bud for the baseball? Because he's not jumping anymore. Air Bud was the fact that he had hops. Yeah, but dude, you can't refranchise it every time. Why not? Also, Base Bud sounds weird. <laughs> Weirder than a basketball playing dog. Air Bud just has a ring to it. Base Bud does too. Base Bud. Base Bud has been hit by a pitch. <laughs> He just charges the mound and bites the pitcher. He's like some just attack dog to the twelve year old. Oh my god, Airbud, stop! And just like beating him off. Get off, get your dog off me. He's like, it'd be so sick. Like the the rated X version of Airbud is just like this vicious Cujo dog who only charges the mound. He's like. This dude's got a hot collar, and they're like, ha ha. He's like, no, seriously. And then he's like an electroshock collar, and he just goes, dude, you shouldn't just put that high heat on him. And he's just like, rips out this kid's jugular. <laughs> just send him. He's just like, oh my God, Airbud strikes again. It's like, yeah, that's right. They sent him down to the Mexican leagues, yeah. and he has, to, he has to bat behind like an electrified yeah. fence. It's like, bro, it's the only mess. way. Oh. With like some kind of weird. He just runs some illegal cockfighting things yeah. after because his salary isn't enough. He keeps getting fined by the league. El Jefe. Sorry, Airbud. El Jefe got you again. He's like, rough, rough, rough. That'd be so funny. I want to make this. I'm going to write this script. Let's do it. I'm going to write this script. Well, that'll have to wait till the next episode. Net episode of Netflix, talking about baseball movies that may or may not exist already, <laughs> that we might have just made up yeah. in a really dark way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, dude, we're two stand-up comics. We can't hold this stuff in all the time. We've been pretty. Straightforward I feel like we've been pretty basebally, pretty straightforward. Once in a while, I'm just gonna be like, "Yo, I'm running with this." The idea. problem was that the Gabe Scoro interview was very baseball, like X's and O's, like very straightforward. And then we knew we had to balance that out. Somehow. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys Mitflix. rolling with us with Mitflix. Sriracha pickles. Yeah. Go pickles. Another K for the K man. Give it up for Ron the K man out there. Here's Raptors third baseman, number six, Cameron Rapetti. Well, that's it, folks. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Brian Time. Uh, we got a wild and wacky one today, so we hope you enjoyed it. I was going to use it. the word wacky also. I yeah. said I was on the tip of my tongue was, it's been a little bit of a wacky yeah. one. It's late. It's I, late. I haven't eaten dinner. Yeah, I've, all know? I've had is pickles all day. I so, actually, uh, I've eaten a lot of pickles. Yeah, dude. We're eating pickles every day, basically. So... We want to thank uh, our producer, Randall Lawrence, here at Cranival Studios for allowing uh, us his time and his space. Uh, we want to thank X-Ray for putting it out on the xraypod.com. So if you want to listen through it. Through and they were, they played on the air Tuesdays at 2 p.m., I want to say. Yep. Yeah, so they'll, I guess they're a little, they're the episode behind, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's so not So we the come out on Wednesday, the next Tuesday, they replay it on the air. So yep. if you're riding around in your car... Need a little brine time and you don't have a Bluetooth radio or whatever, Yeah, you can pull it up on the X-Ray FM channel. Totally. Uh, you can get the podcast anywhere. Obviously, you're listening to it now somehow, so you got it. But uh, if you want to reach out, we're always at brinetime underscore pod at both Twitter and Instagram. And then if you want to throw us an email, brinetime503 at gmail.com. Again, we've we've love to hear from you guys absolutely love to continually i every week i get i know i start to know more and more people out the walk more and more people coming up it's to a me. family it is it's, it's a great 
Um, it's a lot better than that kid in that movie's family. Like we're we're sticking together. Yeah. See, family is what you choose, Jeremiah, and that's, that's what he true. learned at the end. You're my family. You're my family. Also, so, don't forget that you can uh, you can link right to this um, from yes. Portland Pickles baseball.com under the community tab you can go right uh from there to uh x-ray pod yeah dot com and it's, it's yeah. everywhere baby it is everywhere but you so. guys already know that yeah so as always thank you to marimba mike for the intro music dusty fox for the outro and yeah thanks everybody go pickles and tell your mom i love her cookies i ate them too go pickles yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lance Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland. Never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brian Time. Home of the pickles. Brian Time. Brian Time, that's the home of the pickles. <laughs> Studios.